Welcome to Street Knowledge with Chris Graham. Brendan Armstrong is headed to the transfer portal, and no, you shouldn't be surprised. Hi, I'm Chris Graham. We're going to talk about the news. It is Thursday, and um, you know the the transfer portal doesn't formally open until uh, next Monday. Um, but uh, uh, you, you, the, the, we kind of expected that there would be some news regarding Virginia football and the transfer portal. Honestly, a few weeks ago. Uh, when the season was still ongoing, uh, the thought process was, hey, you'll, you'll start seeing announcements probably as soon as the Sunday after this regular season finale at Virginia Tech. And then, of course, the timeline changed uh, for obvious reasons um, with the tragic shooting deaths, murders of Lavelle Davis Jr., Deshaun Perry, and Devin Chandler on November 13th. The, the rest of the regular season was canceled. The last two games were not played. and um, uh, the focus of the student athletes was was obviously on their fallen teammates uh, staying together, uh, and then the three funeral services. Um, the the last of those was yesterday, Wednesday, uh, Lavelle Davis Jr. Memorial Service down in uh, North Charleston, South Carolina, and um, you know, out of respect for all of that, uh, we haven't been writing about the football part of UVA football for uh, a while. I mean, since the, since November 13th, really. And, um, but if, if we would have been writing about it, you would have seen me write because we, you know, discussions that I had with, with lots of folks just uh, offline, so to speak. Um, my, my, I, I put Thursday today as the day that you might start seeing announcements made about uh, whoever would be wanting to get into the transfer portal doing so. Uh, so am I surprised that Brennan is in the transfer portal? No, I think I wrote a few weeks ago, got back, again, back during the regular season, which for Virginia ended on November 12th, that uh, it would surprise me more if Armstrong didn't enter the transfer portal. He had all kinds of trouble this year adjusting to the new offense under new coach Tony Elliott, uh, offensive coordinator Des Kitchings, uh, or maybe rather a better way to put it would be that Tony Elliott and Des Kitchings had problems trying to figure out how to use a quarterback who a year ago at this time looked like he was headed to the NFL. Uh, last year, Armstrong passed for 4,449 yards, 31 touchdowns, a 156.4 passer rating. He actually put his name into NFL draft consideration. Uh, we don't know the exact nature of the word he got back, but he decided to come back. Um, likely would have been a late-round draft pick. Um, we saw Bailey Zappi from uh, Western Kentucky, who was uh, – you know, going neck, neck, neck and neck, I should say, with uh, 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 Brennan last year for the uh, national lead in passing yards. Uh, Zappi was drafted in the seventh round by the New England Patriots, and he's already started a couple games and looked pretty good uh, in relief of uh, Mac Jones uh, when Jones went down to injury. And also actually subbed in for him uh, when, uh, one game when Bill Belichick decided that Jones was just ineffective. Um, Armstrong goes from being a, a contemporary of, of a guy who's in the NFL already playing at quarterback and playing well to being a guy that uh, this year, uh, after again, 4,449 yards, averaging 404.8 yards a game, 31 touchdowns, 10 INTs, uh, 2,220 yards. So, uh, less than half the total now, one less game, seven touchdowns, not 31, a little bit lower. 12 INTs, so more INTs, and a 109.4 pass rating. Also saw his completion percentage drop more than 10 points. It was a 65.2% passer last year, 55 or 54.7% this year. 
And, uh, you know, that's with him being back, uh, his top two receivers from last year, Dontavian Wicks, Keaton Thompson being back, and Davis being back. Davis uh, is not with us anymore. And I, just, I still can't believe when, when I was writing the story on this, I still can't believe I write those words. Is this this probably the first UVA football story? And in fact, I'm pretty sure it is the first UVA football story I've written since November 13th. And um, that's that's the first time I've had to write about Lavelle on that context. That's really weird. Um, so uh, he competed, Armstrong did, as a grad student at UVA in 2022 uh, because of the COVID redshirt year given to players, student athletes who were, were active during the COVID years. Uh, he has one extra year of eligibility left. So, boy, uh, you know, I, I won't even want to speculate, I, even though I want to start speculating. <laughs> because um, I, I won't want to uh, try to act like I know where he's going to go. Um, I would assume that an offense that is similar to the one he learned at Virginia under Robert Anai and Jason Beck, um, a sort of a modified air raid offense. That's what Anai took and, and Beck took with them up to Syracuse uh, when they left here and here being Virginia and Charlottesville. Um, Syracuse could pl be a place. I mean, they've got an entrenched starting quarterback, but uh, you know, who knows what the situation could be there. Uh, certainly other schools that, uh, that, that have a similar type offense. Um, also the fact that um, Armstrong is a native of Shelby, Ohio, you know, I, you could, you could look uh, in that general Midwest area. Uh, you know, uh, um, I was going to I wasn't going to say Ohio state. I really wasn't Ohio U, but also Cincinnati is an AAC program that has been very competitive at the top of the AAC. And, and uh, last year was in the playoff. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see if there was some interest there. Um, I think a new coach is going to be in place there. Luke Fickle, I believe, is now at Wisconsin. Hadn't really been paying a lot of attention to the college football world, the actual football part of football for the last few weeks. But um, I do think I've read that story. So um, th those could be possibilities. Um, I mean, really, I think a guy like Armstrong, I, I'm, if I'm a, a coach, offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach, and, and I'm in a situation where I'm looking for a quarterback, I, I don't worry too much about the numbers he put up this year under Des Kitchings, an offensive coordinator who's probably about to be on his way out. I, if, if not, something else is wrong with the, the Tony Elliott uh, uh, administration, I guess we can call it. Um, but Kitchings um, is, is, you know, was, was a reach in, in the first place as a hire for offensive coordinator. And the fact that, I mean, he, he just run off a guy that is going to play in the NFL, pretty sure, uh, is not a good sign for him. But yeah, if I were a coach somewhere else, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be thinking about this year as his, as is Brennan Armstrong's potential. I'd be looking at the last couple of years, 2020, I put up good numbers, 2021, great numbers. Uh, and again, if, especially if I'm a coach who runs some version of the air raid, I would be giving a lot of consideration to having Brennan come in for one year, but it, well, it wouldn't surprise me to see him do something like, you know, go to a big name power five school, um, and, 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 try, and, and a coach there try to work the magic with him. So um, that is the word, though. Uh, that's the first of maybe probably many um, names from this Virginia roster that will be uh, on their way out the door. Um, probably some big names. Uh, that wouldn't, I mean, it would shock me more again, just like with Armstrong. It would shock me more if you don't see more big names deciding to step away, at least particularly on the offensive side of the ball. Um, the defense, you know, the, the defense may stay around. Uh, they, they had a, a great thing going with John Ruzinski and his assistant coaches 
Um, but um, the, on the offensive side of the ball, it's in such disarray. Um, and then, then you factor in, and if, if in case you're, 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 you're thinking, you, you know, Chris, do you think this has anything to do with what happened on November 13th? I think that Armstrong was probably moving in this direction well before November 13th. I, I don't think November 13th would have had any, any impact on him in this respect at all. I mean, if, if anything, it may have made him think he you know, wanted to stay a little more. Maybe that made it a little harder to make the decision to decide to leave. But, um, I mean, word I'm hearing is that, you know, there is there, – there, even before November 13th, um, there had been concern about a possible mass exodus from this program given the way year one went under Tony Elliott. And um, from what I'm hearing, the November 13th uh, events have only hastened the, the desire of, of a number of student athletes in the program to, to, you know, at least give strong consideration to leaving. So um, that is the situation in Charlottesville with UVA football. And um, this is probably just the first domino to fall uh, of, of what could be quite a few. And this is the biggest one. Brennan Armstrong is, is headed on his way out. So um, for more on this story uh, and, and also keeping up with, uh, we got alerts set to, to, to keep us up to date so we can keep you up to date uh, on UVA football and, and the comings and goings, go to AugustaFreePress.com and uh, we will promise to keep you up to date. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, um, any, any news tips, anything like that in, in the sports realm or elsewhere, email me at Chris at AugustaFreePress.com.